morning. It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. The Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. Today we'll be speaking with Alicia Hamilton, founder and chairman of Founding Faith, and Evelyn McSorley from Jarrettsville United Methodist Church. Good morning, Bob Mumby. Good morning, and good morning, ladies. Hello. Morning. Not that you're not a lady. I was going to say. <laughs> that's no lady, that's my wife. Isn't that a country song? <laughs> I, am, I am a lady, but not his wife. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we, um, uh, we always start with uh, some courtesy thing. Okay. Realizing we're not perfect, but people can be really annoying and they don't pay attention to common courtesy. This has nothing to do with that, though. Okay. This has to do with when your computer stops communicating with your printer and you have to print things out about a wonderful organization named Found in Faith, and you can't print it, so then you're late, and your gas gauge says fuel level low, but they don't tell you how low it is. Really so, low. It's like, you know, Russian roulette. I yeah. mean, do, you, do I have a block to go? Can right. I make it to the radio station? Right. So I stop at the Merlin House or Chesapeake House okay. on the 95. And they make you enter your zip code. Why is that? Every, every guest. But why, why is that? I think it matches up with your credit card to make sure that they are copacetic. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not buying that. You think? I, I think that's why it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's annoying when you have no time. <laughs> then I figure, how? what's the least amount of gas <laughs> I can put in my car to get to the radio station? <laughs> this all happened this morning, listeners, yes. to Bob. Yes. <laughs> but on the bright side, um, uh, we have a, a, a beautiful American that passed this, uh, this past week, uh, George Herbert Walker Bush. Yes. And, um, if we have time at the end, I have a quick story to a personal story to tell about that family okay. as it relates to my buddy Tommy, who okay, yep. was a policeman who died in the South Tower, the Trade Center on 911, and what the Bush family did for his family. Okay. Aww. But it's like five minutes, but we ha we should get it in as okay. a tribute to... Let's make time. Okay. Let's make time. So, we may even skip news because we got a little bit of a late start. Because of the gas and the printer. The and gas and the printer, <laughs> and I couldn't figure out the board here. And so, TGIF. So let's relax with some uh, trivia. Excellent. <laughs> Ladies ready? Sure. Not right. that you're not a lady, Bob. And actually, you know what? Evelyn and Alicia should be a business name of, of like a clothes store or like a... Homopathic. That's nice. Yeah. It yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think our plate yeah. is full right now. Yeah. Yeah. Evelyn and Alicia. Or Alicia... <laughs> Wasn't that a the first sixties rock band? No, wasn't that the first like aroma therapy? It sounds like Crabtree and Crabtree uh, and, Crab and Evelyn. Evelyn. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's Evelyn. I'm <laughs> sorry to say, because it's it's uh -huh. a rose. It's an English rose. Mm -hmm. See, but enough That's of that. All up here I'm above said. That you know that. Ellen and Mary. I I have I a lot of knowledge. <laughs> it's just recent knowledge that I don't remember. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Where is the smallest bone in the body located? The smallest bone in the body. I have a guess. Nose. You're, yeah, no. that's what I was thinking. Your I nose. Saying, nose or ear? Nose. Ear. Oh, okay. okay. You look like Carol Burnett, Bob. When you. Oh yeah, that. Like, that was a signal <laughs> to her grandmother. Oh, was the, it? Anvil or the stirrup? 
I don't know the answer to that. Again, Mary, Mary and Joan. <laughs> I know. I don't either. I just put them together, so I have the easy job. Although sometimes Bob brings trivia for me. I'll have some for you. Okay. So now you're going to start searching. Okay, which is the only mammal that can't jump? The only mammal that cannot jump. It's a big mammal. An elephant? Yes. Correct. Wow. I know. I know. You got a good team here today. That's right. All right. What does the Roman numeral C represent? 100? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There you go. We're going to get through trivia in record time and have time for your story. Excellent. Okay. Who cut Van Gogh's ear? Himself. Himself. Yeah. Wow. Bing, bing, bing. That's, we have a great we team. We, we do. Somewhere? We do. We do. We should be playing for Just money. Feel good if we're <laughs> Who painted Mo the Mona Lisa? Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. That's correct. How many di dots are there on two dice? How many dots on two dice? Six, 12, 16. On two dice? On two dice. 44? Very six, close. Six. Lower. Six. Uh, 6, 11, 15, 18, well, 21, 42? Yeah, 42. Oh. 21. Yeah, when I okay. say 44, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, good job, you guys. What horoscope sign has a crab? It's my husband's oh, sign. He's a little crabby. No. no, that's a cancer? Yes. Dang, dang, you guys. All right. I know. Where does the British Prime Minister live? What's his address or her address? Oh, I shouldn't have that. Ten. I see the picture. It's of it. a yeah. ten. Yeah. Um, yep. The parliament or not parliament? The, the, um, the big building. Oh, Buckingham. No, no, no. It's oh, where no. he lives. Okay. Uh, uh, where ten he Downing Street. That's correct. Oh. That's oh. correct. I know that. What year did the Second World War end? Forty-five. Correct. What are the first three words of the Bible? In the, the beginning. beginning. Good job, you guys. <laughs> wow. I think that's. Maybe one of our best trivias ever. I, I don't remember I mean. <laughs> them ever all being right. Yes. Fantastic. So I'm going to have to make them harder, is what the message is. Well, <laughs> well, I know. Yeah. You're like, well, we won't be here, so that's fine. Okay, well, let's see if um, Evelyn and Alicia know this one. I think you know it. Okay, I will keep my... But I love this one. I hold quiet. There's 12 months in the year. But the last four... Or name or September, October, November, December, which is seven, eight, nine, and ten. How did that happen? What do you mean? It's seven, eight, nine, and ten. The, the prefix, right? The prefix. Oh, okay. So okay, September. Okay. For seventh, yep. October yep. for eighth, oh, okay. November for ninth, and December for deck ten. But there. Where did um, where did the prefixes come from? Why well, I'll give you a hint. They were they were originally. The seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth month. There were only ten months. Two were added oh. when they retired the Julian calendar and put in the Gregorian calendar. Oh. Julian okay. named after Mr. Caesar. Mm -hmm. Right. So they added two months for him and his brother. Oh, okay. One month. That's interesting. June and July? July and August. July and Julius August. Julius and uh, Augustus. Augustus. Okay. All right. That's a good yeah, one, right? That's a great one. Yeah. Okay. That's a great one. Okay. Uh, today is Winston Churchill's birthday. Uh, he's passed away, <laughs> but he he would have been he was born 1874, 
speaking of great leaders. Great leader, yeah. And we're going to do some quick hacks because we haven't done hacks in a while. Um, Hack away. Um, if you're in a hotel room, you forgot your charger, but you have your cord with the USB. Mm -hmm. All hotel TVs have USB mm -hmm. ports. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. how you can charge your phone. Do you know how the uh, your adapter cord on a computer or phone gets bent at where it attaches to the jack? Because mm -hmm. it's always yes. Yes. just take a, an old pen spring and, okay. and wrap it around yeah. that, and it makes it flexible and it doesn't crimp. Oh, isn't that a, a good, good one? That is a good one. You're at a beach and you want to go in the water, mm -hmm. and you don't want to do the normal. I'll put my wallet and keys in my sneaker. Sure. Who would ever think know. of that? <laughs> <laughs> just use an old old lotion bottle. Uh, just cut it off the top and throw them in there. Oh, throw it back on. That's a good one, yeah. Because there's no lotion one. thieves. Right. Jerry right. Seinfeld does this great routine about people. You know, he said, you'll go to your, your a restaurant and you'll hand your car keys. Uh, to a stranger. To a stranger. Right. Or you'll go to the gym and you'll lock your dirty gym shorts mm -hmm. in a locker mm -hmm. so we have he has we have no semblance of degree when it comes to security <laughs> he goes you go to the beach you put your wallet in the i'm going to put it in the toe of my sneaker like mm -hmm. you know what so. thief could could pierce that <laughs> fortress of security they check the heel they move on <laughs> i love jerry seinfeld and i miss that show yes i loved that show yep uh, it's hot. It's a hot day out, um, and you come back to uh, yeah. Well, we're sick of winter already. We haven't are. started. It's twenty two weeks away, but uh, you come back and your steering wheel is hot. red hot. Mm -hmm. Just turn your wheel so the top is on the bottom when you leave your car. Okay. Nice and cool. Enough. These are good hacks, aren't they? Are they? Good hacks. Um, you know the India. I'm pointing to the computer keyboard. You know all the dust that gets in there. Yep. Use a post. Take a post-it note and just run it between the things, and it takes all the dust out. All right. Okay. I just turn mine upside down. Bang it. Like <laughs> chips fall out. I pour coffee okay. in it to uh, to oh. do that. Okay. I think that's it. Oh, do you have any friends that you lend things to and they sort of don't get them back? Yes. When you blend. I am that friend. when you uh, when you lend someone something, take a picture of them holding it until <laughs> it's in one. your phone. Especially when you have a bad memory, do you? Lend yes. It? Yeah. Or when they have a bad memory. Yeah. I am getting together not. with a friend next weekend who I've had four movies of hers for like two years. Oh. <laughs> and when I see show, her, wrap them up. Okay. And <laughs> can I tell you, I haven't watched them. Like how bad? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well. I have friends that conveniently, uh, that have selective memories. Okay. <laughs> and the last thing, you know why paper has margins? Like pages on a book have margins? This is a good one. Mm -mm. No. No. Um, you want to guess? People make notes, dirty fingers. Um, dirty fingers is a little... Kind of what it is? Uh, it goes way back, and often rodents would eat the edge of the paper oh, or the sun or would, would would fade it okay so they wanted to give a little buffer in case like little uh little mickey started uh, to have idea. a little yeah. and i tell paper you making snap. books i come from a printing family back then 
was very difficult. So you did want to do, it wasn't like you printed it out on your printer, like it was hand stamped and hand cut. And so. Yeah, right. and I don't know how these, like Victor Hugo writes a 700 page book, not right. even on a typewriter. Right, exactly. With, how do you make corrections? There's no cut and paste. No. I've got a little life hack that seems to have helped a couple people, if you want to hear yeah. it. Yeah. Um, if you're the type of person that um, makes lists all the time, but mm -hmm. happens to leave them at home whenever you actually need them, mm -hmm. just as soon as you write it, take a picture. Mm -hmm. So that way, at least you have that, and you're not arriving right. at the grocery store like, darn it, I know. for the hundredth time. I know. I and like that. And then you buy everything <laughs> you don't need. Right. And nothing that you do need. That's a great idea. Uh-huh. Because then you don't need the list. Then, of course, I forget my phone. Oh. Or you don't have, have enough have storage my, space. That's right. Yeah. So then I have a friend who I just lent something to take a picture of me holding my phone with my list on it. And I, <laughs> there you go. We're going to wrap all these hacks together. Talk about depending on the phone. <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, we'll skip through the news. and. Okay. We'll take a little break. Sure. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Alicia Hamilton, founder and chairman of Found in Faith, and Evelyn McSorley from Jerry. New York Times bestselling author Laura Lippman will visit the Abington Library on December 18th at 6.30 p.m. for a free evening of fun for the entire family. She will read her new children's book, Liza Jane and the Dragon. Following the reading, children will enjoy a special craft while adults participate in a book discussion and Q&A with Lippman. Just in time for the holidays, her children's book will be available for sale as well as some of her other amazing adult books. Have your photo taken with the author and get your book signed by her as well. Registration for this event is encouraged at hcplonline.org. We hope to see you there. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted today to have Alicia Hamilton, founder and chairman of Found in Faith, and Evelyn McSorley from Jarrettsville United Methodist Church in the studio with us today. Alicia, founder and chairman is a certified life coach, facilitator, and community resource consultant. She holds a Can you say that again? That was a, that was a good one. <laughs> I went through it without stumbling. Sometimes <laughs> I stumble a little bit. It's early. Depends how much coffee I've had. We had like five people from the Proving Ground oh, last week. There was more acronyms <laughs> in there those. Was, <laughs> the... <laughs> there was. She holds, Alicia holds a bachelor's degree in family and human services from Towson University and an associate's degree in interior design. Over the past 15 years, Alicia has worked in environments focused on the needs of others and improving their circumstances. Her organizational skills, coupled with a clear vision for the end result, have promoted her to a leadership role in a variety of settings. She enjoys the process of developing new ideas from concept to reality. Huh, in her free time. <laughs> she uh, loves to read nonfiction books and work out, especially outdoors. She adores her friends and family, always making sure to have extra cuddle time for her two pups, Grace and Lucy. Aww. Evelyn is a Maryland native and currently works part-time as an administrative assistant at Jarrettsville United Methodist Church. She's been involved with the furniture ministry at Bel Air United Methodist Church since 2012. She moved to Forest Hill with her husband Mike in 2005 and has three beautiful children. She enjoys spending time with family, traveling, and gardening. Welcome Alicia and Evelyn and thank you so much for coming in today. Good morning. Hello. Thank you for having us. Of course. So this, this novel idea about a clear vision of the end result that you're looking for, I have about 100 people in my life that I'd love for you to life coach, <laughs> life on, that, coach. on that concept. 
it's very important. How do we, we always lose track of that? It's a clear vision as to the end result we're looking for. So, um, thank you so much for coming on, ladies, and thank you for what you're doing here. Um, tell us how it started. Um, uh, Alicia, uh, this is not something that's easy to do when it's all of us say, well, it would be great to do this, great to do that. Um, you've obviously got a lot of responsibilities in your life. Um, tell us how that happened. Sure. Um, so uh, a couple years back, I guess 2014, 15, somewhere around there, I was working for uh, another nonprofit in the county, Arrow Child and Family Ministries. And um, I was just helping a friend clean out one day, and he had some sheets he didn't need. And I just thought, oh, well, Arrow could use these sheets. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a residential group home for foster care girls, teenage girls. And then it just kind of, it just kind of hit me. I was like, oh my goodness, there's probably tons of people that have lots of items to give. Um, and there's tons of, of nonprofit organizations in this county that people don't know anything about. A lot of people, when I told them I was working at Arrow, they're like, there's a group home in Riverside, you know, and there's lots of other nonprofits like that. So it just kind of started with that desire to connect, you know, people's unwanted items to organizations in the county that, you know, really, really had a need and, mm -hmm. and needed some awareness too. So, mm -hmm. um, so I just kind of, I started reaching out at that point and, um, talking to other people in the community, other uh, leaders and organizations, and that is how I eventually met Evelyn. Um, somebody said that there was a furniture and home goods ministry at Bel Air United Methodist Church, so that's that's we got together one one afternoon, and I shared this big vision, talking about a, a vision. Mm -hmm. I shared this big vision for the organization and long-term goals, and I think I overwhelmed her a little bit probably <laughs> yes. i'm pretty sure she thought i was crazy but <laughs> no. but you're still together We're so still yes. together. <laughs> crazy is good yes it is yeah so that's that's how everything um started wait I, the first person that um found in faith ever served was a young girl from arrow she had moved out um and she was 18 years old named stormy she had this terrible tragic start mm. to her life but um she had moved out she got her own place she was super excited and you know she sent me pictures and everything was just well her closet looked great because she had her clothes sure. you know but she just had a single mattress on the floor and the rest of the place was empty so i'd reached out to my crossfit community at the mm -hmm. time and shared her story and that was you know a week later i had a truckload of stuff going out to her apartment oh. and that's when i kind of knew like this is really this is important and mm -hmm. there she's probably not the only one that's that's excited to have a new place but then opening the door to an empty apartment right you know right so yeah. and let's pause there for a minute and, and tell people um both people who want to give their time their money their goods and people who would love uh, um a helping hand uh, from um, Found in Faith. Who do they call? Where do they go? What website? Etc. Um, so the best thing to do if you have items to donate or if you're in need of items is to call our um, ministry line. It's 443-519-2464. Yeah. And then we have a website as well. It's foundinfaithmd.org. Okay. Yeah. Um, and tell us about um, 610. 
Uh, so 610 is the um, 610 Town Center Drive. That's our showroom that we just moved into in February 2018. So exciting. Yeah, we were um, <laughs> operating out of uh, the homestead at, at Bel Air United Methodist Church. It's this old house on the back of their property. Mm -hmm. And it's about like 800. Yeah, yeah, square feet, super small, and we were, you know, stacking sofas up on say, end. One sofa and, and one bed. Yeah. Would be full. <laughs> um, you know, and it just there there was such a, a great need. We were starting to receive more calls as people got to um, know us a little bit better, and so we just said we need more space. So it mm -hmm. took about a year to find the find the space, um, but it's located in Joppa, and we were fortunate enough to have it donated for um, one year in kind. Nice. Yep. So it really just gave us opportunity to get in there, get you know, um, get our feet underneath of us, and and start rolling at a higher level, basically. Mm -hmm. So. And um, I remember when we did the the drive, in the library for mm -hmm. the VA hospital. Yeah. Yep. There were mm -hmm. uh, the wish list. Mm -hmm. Some things were pretty intuitive, but some things were not. You uh, how to think about. Uh, for instance, they said no jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> oh, it'd be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And they also said underwear, but it must be new. Oh, yeah. goodness. So, which yeah. means that someone tried to give them old <laughs> right. underwear. Right. <laughs> I'm not surprised. There's a reason yeah. they have to denote that yeah. it was new. And the other thing they said they were in most need of is uh, duffel bags and suitcases, because about 40% of the residents there, are tr it's transitional housing for them. Okay. So how to uh, give us some things that help most, and how, how do people, you have a list, a wish list somewhere? Yes, we do. Um, we are collecting essential items, so I would think of somebody moving into a place where they have nothing. They need uh, pots, pans, um, of course the furniture, um, place to have a meal, a bed to sleep on, living room furniture. Um, we try to stay away from oversized furniture. We do okay. streamline, and we've learned um, throughout this last year that we cannot take everything. And people sometimes do want to give you everything, but we want to target the clients and that we want to meet their needs of what they need to get started to make their house comfortable and make it feel like a home. So um, oversized entertainment centers, extra very large pieces of furniture we've tried to stay away from, mm -hmm. um, basic kitchen appliances, things like that. Um, Knick-knacky things we, we really, we've kind of streamlined. Um, so you don't want, so you don't know right. lit beer wall signs? Right. I have, no, I have I a few of those. No stemware. <laughs> yeah, no stemware, right. no okay. um, ex extravagant oversized bureaus. And you have to think of the people that, the clients that are getting the furniture too because they're picking it up. A lot of them don't have elevators. And sure. we also occasionally um, deliver furniture and um, we don't have professional movers, so we need to make it, you know, easy and uh, workable with them. And their places are usually, you know, on, Small. on the smaller side, yes. so they, yes. they don't really have a need for a china cabinet, you know, mm -hmm. not yet. That's, this mm -hmm. is just a start. Oh, yeah. okay. But we do take the small appliances. Um, I just, you know, want to clarify, not not large ones, um, but microwaves, you know, coffee pods, crock pots, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, they're definitely helpful, along with um, sofas, beds, dressers, and... Um, dining tables are, are okay. the four kind of main essential pieces. Okay. Beds are a big, beds are a big mm -hmm. need, and mm -hmm. a lot of people think that we don't accept beds. We can. We're not selling them. Of course, they have to be 
in very good condition. Mm -hmm. But we always have a waiting list for beds. Uh, we get a lot of calls from hmm. people who have families sleeping on the floor. Oh so that's a yep. real need mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. And we try to, you know, let people know that we do accept those. A lot of people okay. will give you the list and they say, well, I have a bed. I know you can't accept it. And I'm like, yes, we yes, can, we as can, long yeah. as it's in good condition. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to let everybody know that that okay. is definitely a need. So mattress and box spring. Mattress do. and okay. box spring, yes. Okay. We, or or bunk beds? Bunk beds, are, we always have a waiting list for bunk beds. Yeah. A lot of families are with smaller spaces, mm -hmm. and they might have a multiple kids that they have to sure. fit in a room. So that is always a need. Like the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Brady bunch. Gosh. <laughs> exactly. We had one mom share a story that um, they, they had moved into a new place. That they left, um, she had left in an abusive relationship, and um, they were, she said that they were playing camp out. But mm -hmm. that's how they were getting by with, with no furniture. She said she, she was just trying to make it, you know, like, oh, we're just camping out. You know, yep. don't, don't worry. Furniture's coming. God's going to provide, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. we're just camping out. And, you know, meanwhile, her heart's breaking on the inside because she's tucking her kids in on the floor. Right, you know, so. right. Hmm. Yeah. And what, uh, I see there's a website here, foundinfaithmd.org, donate, yes. slash donate items. That's where a wish list would be? Yes, yep. Okay. Yep, it has a whole list on there. Now, what about, I imagine a lot of the homes or apartments or, um, uh, but um, also detached homes. Anything outdoors like lawnmowers and garden tools, is that something? No, we stay away from those items. Okay. And do you pick up if uh, if you need if the people need you to pick up? We do have volunteers that pick up. However, we have had so many calls lately that we do have a waiting list Great. for pickups mm -hmm. and delivery. So we try to, to request yeah. that people come to the showroom. Um, the benefit for the clients that are in need, they can pick out the items. Um, I, I would take the intake call, what they need. We would have a list. They come in for the specific items. So if they need a sofa, they can look at the sofas and pick out the one they want. Um, we when we do deliver, we would select the items. Okay. So, um, mm -hmm. it, it's it's a better experience if you can come in. It, sure. It's more personalized. Sure. And, and because of important. our limited volunteers, there's a longer wait. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On, yeah. On, just, I just want to add, on the donor side of things, um, we can serve you a lot quicker too. We can usually set you up within like one or two weeks of drop off versus our waiting list is like four to five for pickup right now. Okay. We're all, it's a hundred percent volunteer based okay. organization right now. So that's, we just like to offer that so people understand this isn't, you know, um, we don't have paid staff that are able to go out. And we have okay. a wonderful showroom. I mean, it's an old post office, has a loading wow. dock. So it really runs pretty efficiently. So mm -hmm. when people can come, it's, it's wonderful. That it's really set up like a furniture store. Yes. Right. <laughs> and it's, um, I love that big 610 on it. Oh, good. I painted that. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. I like that. And it's e now I've, everyone, 610. Yeah. Uh -huh. Easy to remember. Uh -huh. yeah. And it's right off Route 40. Um, right? Yeah, right down Joppa. If you turn off Route 40 um, to, towards uh, Joppa Farm Road, mm -hmm. you okay. go down there about a mile, mile and a half. And it's right across from the Joppa Library. Um, Yay. Yeah. <laughs> there yep. you go. Yep. <laughs> Sue, Sue is down there, right? That's her name. Is that her name? Oh, we have so many. Oh, yeah. 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 Pam's are, are... Oh, Pam. 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 That's yeah. it. I yep. Okay, yeah. Yep. And we she's, used to do sweet. another drive. We just did, uh, for our, uh, I'm on the board of Shar Hope, mm -hmm. which I, I uh, mentioned, which is a recovery house for women. And we did a, a drive because we had, a, we get a lot of our meals from Harford Community Action Agency. Mm -hmm. And they got really depleted because they sent so much food down to Houston. During the 
uh, oh, last okay. year. Okay. Yep. So we did a drive in the library, and yep. between the VA drive, uh, library delivered 35 cartons of items to the VA hospital, mm -hmm. and I don't know how many oh my the goodness. Hartford Community Action Agency. Because yeah. people oh love bringing stuff into the they boxes They do, because the they're library. coming to the library anyway, anyway right. and our customers are so incredibly generous. And oh, we're doing a lot cool. of drives right now for the holidays, but after those filter out, we can definitely... <clears throat> and, what, and what about things like that, like toiletries and... Uh, household goods, is that something that's just going to be too complicated for uh, you? You really don't? Well, we do housewares. We don't do toiletries, but housewares, linens, towels, bedding, lamps, um, a lot of lamps. Mm -hmm. A lot of clients don't have any overhead lighting, but we don't do toiletries. Okay. Okay. Yeah. One thing that's um, a unique need for us is because we are able to take and pass along donated beds, the um, what are they called? The the bed cover? The protector. Yes. Oh, the protectors. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 We do um, twin, double, and queen. We don't we don't accept uh, king. They're just too big and bulky and heavy. Mm -hmm. But um, what that's the a, mattress protector? The mattress yes. protectors. Like the, the, yeah. the plastic or vinyl wrap. Yeah. 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 Right, yeah. We love to pass those along when we can. Sure. Yeah. When we sure. give out a bed, we like to set the uh, client up with some. Twin, bed double, and what? Queen. Queen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me ask you this because I always wonder. Um, we we get a lot of calls from I'm going to call them outfits because they really are horrible for charity calls from oh the child help the children of America or they call for and say this is a police union wounded. Fireman's Fund, and it's all scams. 95% of it goes to the marketing, right. the cold calling organization. Right. Um, hundreds of millions of dollars. And we also know that a lot of some collection boxes and pickup places just sell, sell the stuff. Right, right. Um, and what we always tell people is do it locally. Don't Absolutely. do it from a, from a solicitation over the phone. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, because you never know. Yeah. Now there's a few um, that um, we've checked out when we have stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, there's so much need locally. They, yeah. Right. The, the the national organizations, I think um, they do have their their place. Um, but you know, ones like um, well, the only one I can really speak on is is Purple Heart, for example. They've got a fantastic mission, um, but they have exactly what you're talking about. It's a for-profit company called Green Drop that comes and picks up their mm -hmm. items, takes them and, and sells them. Um, but Purple Heart only gets about 20% of that of of what you're actually wow. doing. And I guess it still works out for Purple Heart because it is a large operation to go mm -hmm. and send people mm -hmm. out and sell it and and do all of that. Um, you know, but it's just it's unfortunate that it's that small amount. Um, right. Yeah. When I right. saw it, said I, I was looking into that, and I saw greenjob.com, and I thought, .com? Wait a second. They accept donations. Mm -hmm. I, it should be a .org, I would think. And then I just did some digging, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> right. So if, right. You, if you support the Purple Heart mission specifically, it's it's so much better to just give financially to them because at least it's going directly. Right. Yeah. And and they even they at least have volunteers doing the cold calls. Right. <laughs> a lot of them have... It's paid. A lot of them are stockbrokers who got thrown out yeah. of the industry mm -hmm. okay. that do cold calls and smile and dial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, there's, there's so it's much local, there's local need, there's uh, plenty of local organizations 
um, that are willing to give. I think there's something like 800 nonprofits in the county. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there's there's a ton. 300 of them are churches, but mm -hmm. you know, there's still plenty of need in the county. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So stay local and do it with brick and mortar, real human beings who you know and who who you met in coffee shops or on the radio show. <laughs> Found in faith. <laughs> Um, that's right. Um, we were actually, um, this year we just uh, had to do the numbers for the uh, grant that I was writing. And um, we've served about 190 families this year. Wow. Um, and Yeah, and, and accepted um, donations from more than 220. And we, wow. Yeah, and we like to include those too because we are, especially when we pick up, we are providing them a service too. Sure. A lot oh, of people, yeah. yep, Absolutely. they have to get you know rid of furniture quickly mm -hmm. or whether it's one need or another, and we give them a place to do that that's, mm -hmm. that's local. So, Wow. Yeah. Those are good numbers. Pretty good for all yeah. volunteers. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is. It yeah, sure and is. Um, I guess if, if you look at the value... The percentage of the whatever people give mm -hmm. that makes it to the people that need it, it's probably in the high 90s. Oh, yeah. As yeah. opposed to administrative cost, uh, mm -hmm. et cetera. And you look at a lot of household name charities. Mm -hmm. I mean, they could be over 35% in administrative costs. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I will say we are um, currently in the new year looking for an executive director. Okay. Um, well, looking for the funding for an executive director, just because I, I, our team now is very dedicated and engaged, but mm -hmm. I think we've all kind of reached the, the capacity of what we're able to do. Sure. Um, you know, aside from our other responsibilities. I know Evelyn, Evelyn's the, the unsung hero of the organization. She coordinates and everybody and, and talks with everyone, and yeah. I, I imagine you're probably put in a good 15, yeah. 20 hours yeah. a week. It's the, a lot. The operations oh, wow. I'm sure. time side has really mm -hmm. increased, which is a wonderful thing. We've really been blessed mm -hmm. with all the involvement and the community awareness. Mm -hmm. But with that, it does take more time. So mm -hmm. definitely as mm -hmm. we grow, and I think we're going to continue to grow. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And definitely in an executive. Yeah, director. just the logistics of getting and distributing, I imagine, right. yeah. is overwhelming sometimes. A lot of phone yeah. calls back and forth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you Texas. need volunteers yeah. on the ops and admin side? Because, well, you know, I've been involved in a lot of uh, charities, and as, as you know, uh, as you grow, I mean, there's a lot of administrative things, whether it's right. um, record keep, keeping records of donations, thanking donors, um, ops, yeah. procedural manuals, orientation for for volunteers, etc. Do you uh, are you looking for someone who maybe has some expertise and experience who you yes, can trust yes, and yes. time? Okay. <laughs> On everything yeah. you mentioned. This has been an interesting um, journey for, for all of us because it, like I didn't have any I've worked for non, some nonprofits mm -hmm. but not more on the surface service level and working with the people. So this has been a, a big learning curve um, for everyone. And so things just, you know, tend to take longer when mm -hmm. you got to research and mm -hmm. find out how to do it. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, um, grant grant writers, um, you know, anybody that's people, just community liaisons that like to go out and, and network and be involved sure. in those sorts of things. I like it, but I'm only one person. So, um, and then, of course, all the things that, that you mentioned there. We, we're, we're building from, you know, ground up. So mm -hmm. it's fun mm -hmm. and it's exciting, but there is also a lot to do. And as we grow more responsibility, we have greater needs mm -hmm. to keep up with everything. Like, we've got our, yeah. our rent now that kicks in in February 2019. So, okay. you know, that's wow, <laughs> coming that's along. Looming. That'll be yeah. there before you know it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, 
So those out there, 443-519-2464 or uh, foundinfaithmd.org. And um, tell us, you have a, um, a, a Facebook uh, campaign or is it... Um, yeah. I mean, we're seeing it somewhere. Yep. Um, we're getting ready to kick off our Facebook Likeathon. Okay. That's going to be December 10th through the 20th. Um, and basically, it's just uh, we have a sponsor, Flesh Tattoo, actually agreed to sponsor us. Um, they are going to donate $2 for every new like on our Facebook page. Um, so it's just a fun way to spread more awareness about our organization. It costs absolutely nothing to the person who's scrolling on Facebook. All you have to do is go to our page, which there will be plenty of posts about it, um, you know, and mm -hmm. click like. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and we'll be getting $2 for, for each new like. So trying, trying to get as many new likes as possible. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I think we can, say, replace one of your likes with a like for Found in Faith. Or just add. <laughs> now, I, I, I like it better. Like, somebody friends me. I, I don't know this person. Ah, oh, what the heck. I don't do that anymore. Then I get they this person advised to like Joe Blow real estate mm -hmm. or Joe Blow insurance salesman, and then they'll send me a mail say, you know Bob, would, are you interested in insurance? I said oh, so. You you okay. liked me on Facebook, friended me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You yeah. don't know me. We're right. not friends. And right. then you think I'm going <laughs> to say, oh <laughs> how what, what a small world, how right. convenient. My new friend sells insurance. <laughs> it, it's definitely frowned upon in the for-profit world. I was doing a little uh, bit of research on that, but in you know nonprofit area, and, and and we're really focusing just on Harford County right. people to to kind of spread the word, and um, so people recognize who we are and, and sure. what we do, and and not us, but more specifically recognize the fact that there is a great need for the service that we're providing, mm -hmm. um, and that's continuing to grow. So, you know. This is just a good way to get our name out there, and we're not going to be sending you any, you know. Right, right. <laughs> we definitely won't be trying to sell you any insurance or anything, that's for sure. No, and uh, do you, uh, I don't know if you're aware of it, it's Harford County Charities and Nonprofits mm -hmm. yep. is a Facebook group. Yeah, yep. I believe the uh, ubiquitous Chambers family started yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great page, yep. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, we were opening our second house for Shore Hope. Mm -hmm. uh, and we needed everything pillow covers and toiletries and furniture and cleaning supplies and fire extinguishers and I put that on that and um, mm -hmm. we had a great response mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just a, a, with a basic list mm -hmm. people you know they just love to do it Kathy Burley and her friends oh, yeah, her sewed friends. Uh, uh, 20 pillow covers beautiful mm -hmm. oh, pillow wonderful. covers mm -hmm. Tamara um, brought, didn't Tamara Rush bring a bunch of... Tamara said, how many fire extinguishers you need? We said six, and they need to be this kind. She dropped them off the next day. That's fabulous. Yeah. Sometimes it's just getting the word out there. Because people don't yeah, know, they know. want to be involved, but they don't know how to do it. Right. You know, they don't right. know what you need, so... Yeah. yeah, a woman, how many laundry baskets do you need? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> New I, trash cans are something that we, because, you know, yeah. we don't donate okay. trash cans, but right. it's, it's definitely a, a home good need. And vacuums, yeah. so, too. That's the other thing. Vacuums. vacuums New trash oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So brooms, vacuums, okay. Yeah. All the things you don't think about when you're starting a home. Right. It, a lot of our clients don't know what they need until exactly. they get in there and they realize they don't have it. Sure. I get a lot of calls from people, and they say they're setting up their place, and they have nothing. <clears throat> and you almost have to go through the list with them sure. because it's 
things that they don't even think of. Once mm -hmm. you get there, you realize it. Mm -hmm. But um, there's just so many little odds and ends that really you know, that come our way, and you know, like oh, this would work out perfect. Definitely, we can find a home for this. Everything we tried to load our kids' cars with when they went to college, right. and they Basically, told us yeah. we were crazy. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> and, that's, and that's a big part of, of what we're trying to do right now is just, you know, um, spread the awareness that this is a need because people think, you know, food, clothing, shelter, right. they, and they are absolutely critical. But nobody thinks about the, the furniture or home goods. Like, mm -hmm. when's the last time you sat down at your kitchen table and were like, I am really grateful that I have this table. Right. You know, it just... We just oh yeah, are used and to it. if we they go out to the store, I mean, it could be a month's rent. They that, that before right. they leave the store. Yeah, and we don't want them to become financially burdened. They're they're moving up in a position <clears throat> that they're trying to get out of sometimes financial difficulties. Mm -hmm. So there's a big big gap, and mm -hmm. people forget that oh they need a place to sit and, until they're actually in that situation, mm -hmm. and then they they feel awful because right. they they can't fill their place up. Right. So we want to right. fill that gap. Or they go to those predatory, you know, rental companies oh, and end up paying oh, yeah. double or high interest financing and it's mm -hmm. just yeah. you'll end up owning a two hundred dollar T V after right. uh, yeah. five hundred dollars out of pocket. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it that's just an unnecessary, you know, thing. Especially there's just so much abundance and in, in giving people in this county and so so we just really get the blessing mm -hmm. of being of filling in the filling in the gap really. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's, we're just the conduit. There's a great amount of waste, too, there with is. furniture and, you know, household items. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of people call me and say, oh, my God, we're so glad that you're out there. We really wanted our our uh, furniture to go to someone in need. I um, get a lot of calls from people that have parents who have recently passed away, mm -hmm. and they have this awful feeling of clearing out their parents' place. You know, yeah. they don't want to – the family doesn't want the furniture. They don't need it or the house goods. And I think they find it comforting to know that it's going it's to someone. It's totally true. Um, and even um, people that are moving into assisted living, you know, mm -hmm. their parents really feel bad that they're moving. They have to. They have to give up a lot of stuff. But when they realize that they're donating it mm -hmm. to a charitable organization in the community mm -hmm. and it's going to people in need, it kind of takes it away the pain. It yes, does. It, it, it really does. Because it's hard to let go of things <clears throat> that either, you know, belong to you or your your deceased. Mm -hmm family member mm -hmm. so um i think it's good on both ends you know for the donors and the it recipients is. it is Absolutely. okay so um we have about 1100 sconces and longer burger baskets and window treatments and curtain rods and uh picture frames and wreaths we have like a billion <laughs> wreaths they all look like crowns of thorns sorry cindy <laughs> sorry cindy <laughs> you mean we as the harford county public library no no, no. we is in he the mumby household who probably cherishes all of those wreaths right. and long and burger baskets but things like that i mean is that something that you would you would you say wait till we have a little more staff and a little more capacity well, before we start dealing in that or the problem is we have we do have a large showroom, but mm -hmm. it is limited on what we can take. So we really try to gear for the items that we know the clients are going to ask for. Furniture. We do mm -hmm. get occasionally those items, and, you know, we will store them, and sometimes people pick them up. But we do try to stay away from the knick-knacky things. Mm -hmm. We do take pictures. Um, they do seem to go. People mm -hmm. like to you know, make their house it feel. It makes it. Yeah, give it a decorative mm -hmm. touch. But knick-knacky things, tons of wreaths and baskets, we, we try to stay away from. What about matted and framed Monet water lilies and French okay, street Bob. scenes. <laughs> I, they seem to make their way in, and, you know, but we don't request pictures right. and decorations. Pink pot no, table? They do. 
Ping pong? Mm, no, not so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I will space say there's another space issue. There yeah. are always silent auctions uh, abound and and for different organizations. So there's baskets. Okay. So mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good solution. Nice try, Bob. But yeah. it's all staying. We don't there. have a truck. We could drop some off. There. <laughs> Okay, foundinfaithmd.org, 443-519-2464, Alicia Hamilton and Evelyn McSorley. Great names. Thanks. Are you familiar with McSorley's Ale House? In New York? Yes. I've never been there, and I definitely want to go there because everybody mentions it. Yes. I hear it's a real dive. Well, (laughs) real old. there's sawdust on the floor, and all they serve is... Uh, for like 1808, something yeah. like that. Just oh, mu- wow. no mugs, relation, mugs no. of beer, saltine crackers, and mustard yeah. is, <laughs> is all they have there. Yeah, I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always days. remember going in. I never remember leaving, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, well, um, we have about 10 minutes left. Why don't right. we skip break? Okay. Um, actually, we no, let's, we, do, we need to do a quick break. We do. Uh, so so we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll go over some great events coming up at the library, and then we'll go over the edge where we look at some news from maybe outside Hartford County, if we have time, and do some thingamabobs. Okay. Have a small project at home that you've been putting off? Need some help but don't need a large contractor? For more than seven years, D.R. Curry Contracting, Inc. in Aberdeen has been offering residential and light commercial renovations, remodeling, and maintenance to clients in the Hartford County area. Their professional and efficient staff work on installations of windows, doors, siding, kitchen and bath remodels, and more. Customer service and satisfaction is of paramount importance in D.R. Curry Contracting, Inc.'s continued success, no matter the budget. It's time to get that project done. Call 410-272-8779. That's 410-272-8779. Let D.R. Curry, Inc. make your dream renovation become a reality. Welcome back. (laughs) You're listening to 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and that was Evelyn. (laughs) We're having a little party here on break. That's right. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. Amen. Okay, Leslie Library. I'm sure you have nothing going on there. No one's been working hard. It's amazing what you folks do. It's amazing, and it's really fun, and we have an... just a wonderful event coming up um, that centers around our Choose Civility Hartford County that we partner with so many wonderful organizations in Hartford County on um, and our biggest partner and supporter is um, the county government uh, County Executive Glassman is very involved in this and is very passionate about it um, and on that note the gentleman who wrote the book Choosing Civility is a, was a John Hopkins uh, professor and really, this was his passion. He wrote the book many, many years ago, and he passed away on Saturday. So it's a sad time for us, but boy, what a legacy he left. Um, Chew Civility is all over the country, um, and it's really, really a wonderful initiative. And on that note, Hartford County Public Library is going to have a human library. 
So this is a really interesting, and you two ladies, and maybe even you, Bob, um, would love to have you involved. Um, right now, we're accepting applications for anyone interested in discussing their unique experiences as part of the Human Library. I'm going to tell you what it is. So you come to the library, you fill out an application, we do an interview, and then um, if you're selected, you'll become a book, a human book. So um, you'll have the opportunity to talk one-on-one -on -one with readers, and the goal of the dialogue is to answer questions, challenge stereotypes, promote understanding between all the different people who make up our community. So we're really asking everyone out there to help build a greater understanding of diversity in Hartford County. So the events are scheduled for... Um, Abingdon Library is February, February 23rd. These are all Saturdays, and they're all from 1 to 4. Habit of Grace is March 30th. Falston is April 6th. So what you would do is we will, from 1 to 4, if you are chosen as a book, you would be in the library. People would come in, and they'd check you out. And then you would go and sit and have a 10 to 15-minute conversation. Um, we've already had quite a few applicants to be books. Um, really and it's cool. really easy. It's a very easy application. Um, you can go to any of our um, 11 library branches to pick up an application. Or you can go to hcplonline.org and um, fill out an application and tell us which of the three events you would like to be at. We have some people who want to come to all three. And it's just an amazing opportunity to talk to someone who you may not talk to. Um, and talk about what makes their life special, what makes your life special. We're really excited about it. So I love that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's really what a way to share your story. It is. It. I think it's. We're really, really excited about it. So I wanted to let all of our listeners know, and you guys know. Um, any questions, you can contact me. You can call me at 410-273-5707, or you can email me at smithl at hcplonline.org, and I can answer all your questions, get you an application. So, there awesome. you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Amazing. I still want to try that beam, too. Yes, Bob, you've been saying that. It's almost been a year now. The beam is this virtual reality thing where you can kick a soccer ball or play the piano with your feet like big mm -hmm. it shines <laughs> down from the ceiling oh, okay oh and it's at um we have it at falston and at bel-air libraries and you play a game of soccer and it actually reacts to what the kids kick oh, or cool. what the adults as bob wants to go try it <laughs> it's a great exercise i wish yes. i had one in my house yeah. <laughs> all righty um we only have three minutes left so let's do tweets. You don't want to tell your Bush story? You it's, don't want to end on that? Oh, no. I mean, but okay. it... I, you know what? We did start late, so we do have a little more time. Yeah. I better take a sip of water for this. Is it going to be a tearjerker? Actually, it's beautiful. Okay, um, good. Uh, just one tweet. Okay. Our friend who does the... Okay, um, love her. She's um, 20 minutes into my diet. I can't live like this. this is <laughs> <laughs> She's us. She's me. That would be me. She had one um, out of character for her. She goes, I just thought of a fun way to prank Jesus. Invite him snorkeling, and he's stuck on top of the walking on the water while you're under, under, <laughs> underneath having all the fun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is out of character for her. Yeah. She's very creative. She's very then creative. She, 
I got to give going over her. She's hilarious. <laughs> the CVS cashier asked me how I am doing as I put some diarrhea medicine on the counter. I said, not great, man. I got diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, George Bush. I, I'll, I'll just try to go through this quick. Um, Is this George H.W. or the It's both. Family. It's okay. the whole family. Um as you know, uh, my best friend was a policeman. He was in the South Tower getting people out in 911. He didn't make it. He was one of um, uh, 60 policemen and police men and women and 343 firemen, fire uh, women who uh, didn't make it out among, and 2,800 others. And um, the first few days after it happened, all of us that had family or friends just assume they were lost. They got hit on the head, they're in a hospital somewhere, they're disoriented. Right. Everyone was in that mindset. Mm -hmm. um, it was hopeful, it was still not comprehending the, the magnitude of this thing. But by Friday the 14th, it was starting to, to sink in and um, Barbara, Tommy's uh, widow, called me and said we just got invited uh, to meet with President Bush, because he was down at Ground Zero with the megaphone and everything. I said, well, are you going to go? She said, yeah, I'm going to bring the kids, and Tommy's mom and dad are going to come. So uh, Squad Corp picked them up, took them to the Javits Center, the convention yep. center in Manhattan, uh, brought them to a meeting room. And it was late notice, so there were only about um, 125 people in the room, even though there was 400 missing first responders. So Bush wanted to meet with the families of the mm -hmm. first responders. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said, we were in this meeting room, and door open, and walks Bush and Pataki and Giuliani. And Bush, um, they hear Bush saying, no, no, this is not a photo op, because all the reporters and the film crews were trying to get in. And he said, no, this is, I just want to be with these families. And Barbara said he spent 90 minutes in the room with them, hugged wow. every one of them, was holding um, Tommy's son, Patrick. Uh, picked on, he was 11. Uh, Bridget was nine, my goddaughter, and then Laura was 14. And he gave Tommy's mother a hug and said, um, it was a beautiful moment, Barbara said. And uh, trailing behind Bush was a guy named Joe Hagan, who was one of Andy Card's deputy chief of staff. Okay. And Joe Hagan said to Barbara, if you ever want to visit the White House, let us know. And she said, okay. And he gave her his card. And about a month later, she called him and they traded calls. It never happened. Mm -hmm. Um, a year later, at, uh, the first year anniversary, they're at Ground Zero, and again, the families are there, Bush is there with Laura and um, some of the other cabinet members, and they meet again, and Joe Hagan is there as well, and as Bush finishes talking to the family, uh, Barbara says to Joe, is that invitation for the White House still open, and Bush, this is W., Heard that, and he turned around. He said, absolutely, Mrs. Gorman. Uh -huh. He said, Joe, you make that happen. Um, <laughs> so Joe Hagan called her the next day, and um, they set December 18th for the time that Barbara and the kid were going to go to the White House. So uh, as we hit December, it was a year and two months. Patrick, who was now 12, okay. uh, hit the wall. He was great. Uh -huh. But he was—he lost all his weight. We were really worried about sure. him oh. in every way, um, mm. and um, it was really bad. And um, uh, the night before, they're due to go to D.C. 
Patrick says, I'm not going to come to D.C. I don't want to see the White House. And Barbara, to her credit, said, Patrick, you're going to come to us, to D.C. with us, or you're going to go to the hospital. Um, and so we came along, and they show up at 10 a.m. at the gate that Joe Hagan told them about. And they come in, they go through security, and they're brought to this drawing room. And door opens up, and in walks George Bush and Laura Bush. And Barbara went to Joe Hagan. She said, well, he said, they're going to be here. They weren't going to give you a t They weren't just going to have you to go on a tour. Mm -hmm. That's why we had a, you know, it was three months, two months out, because they oh, wanted to okay. host you. So Barbara, um, Barbara and the kids, and then George and Laura Bush. And Laura Bush is talking to the three kids, and George Bush says, how are they doing? And she said, to tell you the truth, Patrick is, we're really worried about him. It's finally sunk in, and he is just in bad shape. So Bush says, Patrick, come here for a minute. And Patrick walks over, he goes, uh, you want some advice from the President of the United States? And Patrick, oh, yeah, yeah. So Bush crouches down, puts his arm around, and he said, you love your mother, and you never forget how proud we all are of your father and what he did. He said, now you go make him proud. And Barbara said it was like Patrick, you know, 12-year-old kid, but mm -hmm. she said it was amazing. Yeah. And they spent more time visiting, and um, door opens up. In walks George Herbert Walker Bush oh with Barbara God. Bush. Wow. And Laura Bush says to Barbara, they saw you on, the, they're staying here for a few days, they saw you on the calendar and they wanted to meet, okay. they wanted to oh, meet you wow. so then George 41 and Barbara visit with them for about 20 minutes and Barbara had brought two hand-painted Christmas tree ornaments okay uh, by a family friend she did a hundred of them I have uh, one uh, they're beautiful Tommy and Burn mm -hmm. flag his badge number oh, forever oh, in our hearts whatever she brought two one for W uh -huh. and one for Joe Hagen. Okay. So she said, "Well, I gave one to W and one to the other president you, in the room." Right? She said, "Joe, I'll send you one when I got to presidents here." <laughs> Give it back to me. <laughs> so she gave each of them, and she got a card from Houston Christmas card a week later. Barb uh, can't tell you how much of an honor it was for my Barb and I to meet you and your beautiful family. Aww. Um, um, the tree dedicated, the, the ornament dedicated to your Tom is on, on, on our tree as I look at it Aww. and where it will be every year. Aww. And, um, I know during this uh, season, it must be, uh, very, uh, can't imagine how hard it is for you, but perhaps with God's love, um, you can always, uh, draw strength from the, the man Tommy was and the life he lived and what he did that day. Signed, George 41. Wow. That's, that's incredible. That's story. a good story. Yeah. And that's... Were, he was a good man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Patrick... Wow. I was going to say, He came he out of it. Today? He wrote a beautiful poem like a month later about him having a dream and going down and seeing his father and hugging him and then coming up to tell a family he was really gone. Like, okay. he was owning it. Oh, and now, wow. um, three years that's ago... Uh, yeah. It, it really uh -huh. had a huge impact. Uh -huh. And... Three years ago, he was sworn in, uh, PA police, uh, oh my gosh, 
Um, waived one of their policies, and he's uh -huh. wearing badge 1712. Tommy oh badge. Oh my God! Oh, that's incredible. So, he's on duty as we speak in what a counter, counter ter terrorism team. Uh, um, wow. At one of the airports, probably. Wow. So. That is a good story. Mm -hmm. that good was folks. A good story. Yes, definitely. All righty. Well, folks, I think that's all the time we have today. Um, thanks for being on the show, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Of yeah. course.